This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 199, we're going to be looking at using 3D printing in your homeschool. This is a topic I know nothing about, but just recently I happened to see on Instagram, on, on a story, um, one of the people I follow mentioned uh, and showed us some of the 3D printing her boys have done. So I invited her to come on as a guest, and I'm very happy to have Katie Madison here with us today. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. It is good to be here. So, Katie, just before we get into the actual 3D printing, just tell us a little bit about um, your children, your homeschooling, and uh, anything else you'd like to share. Sure. Um, we have been homeschooling for about 12 years. I think this is our 12th year. I lose track, right? Um, <laughs> I, have, I have six kids. My oldest has now graduated and, and moved out and gone. Um, and then my <clears throat> I have a 14-year-old, 12-year-old. 10-year-old, eight-year-old, she just turned eight yesterday, and a five-year-old. And so very busy in our schooling. And we we just are always trying to find ways to incorporate um, things that my kids like into their school day. Um, and and yeah, that, that's that's the gist of us. We, we, we love homeschooling every year. We think, okay, we'll just go year to year. But it got to a point to where it was like, no, this is our lifestyle. We like it. Yeah. I understand that one. Okay, so let's get going into the 3D printing, which has always fascinated me and I know nothing. So I, was, I really have been looking for someone to get on the podcast about this for ages. So I'm really excited to hear from Katie today. When did you start doing 3D printing? So I know not very much about 3D printing, actually, but my boys have been interested for years. So I'm not really well versed in it, but I knew it would be something that they would um, need some basic understanding of before we could just dive in. I was a little overwhelmed by we get a 3d printer and then what it's just going to sit there, you know? Um, so when, when they started asking about 3d printing, uh, it was one of their really good friends, their big brother had gotten one. Um, and I started looking into it and was like, you know what, why don't we just start with 3d pens? So, so we got 3d pens which really is just the filament head that heats it, heats up the filament, um, a little pin that holds it so your hand doesn't get hot and you can, you know, make 2D, 2D or 3D objects. Um, and so they started, they started with the pens. So they've had their pens for about four years. They've created so many things, <laughs> countless items. <laughs> Um, I feel embarrassed, you know, until, until now, I didn't even know there were such things as 3D pens. <laughs> that's, that's how much I think those of us who've never got into this um, don't know. I'm, I'm really excited by the fact, and I hope those of you listening here did notice that Katie had no idea. She felt overwhelmed and she did it anyway. So there is my first big takeaway is not so much even 3D printing, but when your kids are showing an interest in things and you don't know anything about it, just 
just get started, do it in a cheap fashion, but do it. Um, you can do it scared and you can do it with zero knowledge. It's okay. They can know more than you. <laughs> it's true. And it's okay to stumble through it. Like we were, they were not good at their, their first few things that they 3d printed with their pens. They were like really messy, you know? Um, but, but like I said, they've had them for almost four years now. So they, they, have they learned to make 3D models. Like they they would use um, some of the things that I'd come home with from the grocery store, like the little apple, um, plastic apple cartons that hold your apples. Mm -hmm. And they would cut out pieces and then they would use that ball as the back mold and then print inside of it to make something round um, that closed and was a globe shape. Of, so um, essentially they got to be the printer that they wanted and they learned how to build infrastructure and they learned about precision and they designed the things that they wanted. Um, as the years passed, they used less of the books that came with the pens to give them ideas and they started creating their own ideas um, and made more intricate, intricate prints. The, the commercials make 3D pens look like magic, like you could build things mm -hmm. straight in the air. And they're, I think if you have a really, really good pen, they probably can, but we just had like a you know, $35 pen. Um, okay. So the, so the starting price is about $35 for the pen. The filament is probably the more expensive. Okay. Uh, and how much is that? Um, you can buy small packs of it and for the pens. That's totally sufficient. Um, I went ahead and just bought reels of colors. Cause I was, I knew that eventually we would be getting a real 3d printer mm -hmm. and I was like, then we'll have those. So initial investment, we bought two pens and probably $120 worth of filament. Um, How long does the, that last? I mean, it, I never had to buy more um, okay. until they started 3D printing um, with a 3D printer. And, and then we've bought a little bit more, but not, it's, it's lasted us for four years, right? So wow. I gave them lots of colors to to work with. And how, how old were your boys when they started using the pens? They were six and eight wow. when they used the pens. And I'm not sure, it was mostly my eight-year-old who really was able to be precise with what he was wanting to make. Um, and my six-year-old just kind of got sucked along with it. You know, um, I say my oldest started using Legos when he was six. My youngest started using Legos when she was one. Right. Because yeah. she was constantly modeling, seeing the older ones, older kids were doing. And so I'm not sure if I had an oldest kid who was six, if six would be a great age to start right. them. But because his older brother was doing them, it just mm -hmm. kind of sucked him right along and he enjoyed it right along with him. Um, but it, they did get to a point where they felt limited by the capabilities of the pen. And that is when we started looking at 3D printers. Um, and so that was probably six months ago. Um, and we found one that was a decent price that also had good reviews and wasn't finicky. Um, so what, what one was that just out of interest? It, Ender is mm -hmm. one of the brands of 3D printers and it's a pretty popular one. It's a, a it, it, Ender three is what is what we got. Um, okay. That's one of their later models. Um, and it was, it's just a great top level beginner's model. And it right now I have a, a link in an Amazon list 
that has like a lot of the items. Okay, now we're going to put this in the show notes and you can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. I'm going to put a link to Katie's store in there so that it's just a one-stop place to go and look at all these things that she's yeah. mentioning. You can see it all in one place. And it was about $190. So not, not, not super, not super huge no. investment. Um, and then again, the filament kind of being the ongoing stuff that you would buy and and you just refill that as needed but a roll of filament lasts a long time even with my my voice printing non-stop I'm surprised it's not going right now <laughs> um but they were able to then with the 3d printer take a lot of the ideas that they were they were trying to create with those pens and make them very precise and it, it's been it it is going non-stop at my house for the last three months <laughs> um, <laughs> So what it, it have they made fun. now? So they have made, they've made like little Lego additions for a lot of their Lego pieces. My kids are huge Lego enthusiasts, um, but they've also made useful things like my kid is making a toilet paper holder just because he made himself uh, a phone stand for um, my old phone that he uses <laughs> to do his, do a few, um, like his Spanish on Duolingo and stuff like that. Um, so they've made some useful things, but mostly they're just making toys and gadgets and things that interest them. Um, and they, in doing that, they've started to use the technology, um, to actually make the files. So in the beginning, all I, all I was teaching them was, okay, this is a thumb drive and on the computer, you have to have this, this file that you then put on the thumb drive and the thumb drive goes to the 3D printer. The 3D printer then knows what to do with that file and print it. That was the extent of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enlisted that friend down the road, their um, friend's older brother to come and give them uh, like getting started lesson. And from there, they've just done everything on their own. They know more than I do now. And I often am checking in with them like, hey, teach me what you're doing here. You know, show me what you're making. How do you make that, you know, move around on all planes? Because you kind of have to see your creation from all different, the top, the bottom, the inside. It'll let you look at the layers and kind of move in and move out. Um, But they had a mentor that came over, showed them because I didn't know. So I just Mm -hmm. reached out to the community and... Um, he came over and got them started and told him some of the things that he did in the beginning that um, that he made mistakes, you know, that that were frustrating for him and was able to give them pointers so that they they could skip over that frustration a little bit and just get started, which was really great. So do you use any other um, software with before you print like for designing and things? Um, so yes, they do. They, um, they use, I'm trying to remember what the software is called all of a sudden. Okay. You mentioned two things when you sent me your info, you sent me Thingiverse and Tinkercad. Yep. That's it. I'm like, I'm drawing a blank. Thingiverse. They're both online. They're free. Mm -hmm. Tinkercad. Um, and they're just programs that, you know, are running from your browser. Um, that you can go in and and they have files that are already made that you can add things to or manipulate. Oh, that's nice. Or you can draw your own. You can see what other people have made. Um, the files don't cost anything. Um, people just put their files on there and share them. And 
Um, you can, you know, there are websites that sell files that um, maybe have, you know, precision or are just unique in some way. But those those ones aren't don't cost anything and they're free. Um, and they've been able to learn a lot just by using those sites as well. It's kind of like a, um, a CAD site that you would use for other technologies right. as well. So it's pretty neat. I just um, want to just point out one other thing that I, I love that you're doing is that you asking them to explain what they're doing. And I think I've mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, but this is, you know, the fact that you might not understand what your child is doing, whether it's, you know, programming or something, or if they're playing a video game that, you know, and you're wondering what that sitting with them and saying, show me what you are doing um, brings you into the world. It, it helps them practice actually explaining something to someone else. And so it's like, you know, as homeschoolers, we love these opportunities that that aren't just like one form of learning, but it's actually many. And as I'm listening to you, I'm realizing what a rich experience this is for your boys. Uh, you know, that it's more than just the techie stuff. There's just like a whole lot more and they're learning to push through frustration and to persevere. And the fact that they've done it for four years, you know, that if you keep going at something, you get better. It's just, I mean, the, the host of things that I can tell that they have learned is amazing. It really, you know, in the beginning, I didn't realize how it would, how it would scaffold, you know, mm. but I can see now the scaffold building um, and, and it leading to other things. I'm not sure where it will lead for them, but there are lots of possibilities. Um, you know, whether whether or not they become 3D printers isn't yeah. really the end game, but all the skills that they learn along right. the way and how to um, how to access information, how to use the technology, like it's it's all very valuable. Right. And them and them teaching me is a huge confidence builder you know we don't have to always be the the end point of knowledge for them right. um that they can they can see that oh i can learn things and i can excel past right. what even my mom knows in this area and that there's no there's there's no need for me to feel like i have to be ahead of them and everything right. and that from the beginning was i was like i'm not interested in 3d printing like you guys are mm -hmm. But if you want to do this, then you guys will have to teach yourselves. And these are the places we can go to learn. And these are the people that we can learn from. And it's been really, really I, great. I, I just, I'm just super impressed. I think you're doing everything the right way. And I, I just hope that some other people, if it's not 3D printing, if there's something else that your kids are interested in and you don't know, go for it. I think that's maybe the biggest lesson we can get from Katie today. So Katie, where can we find you online? So I just have an Instagram page. It's kind of where I, I plop all my ideas just so that I can remember them when I'm not in the trenches anymore. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my handle is homeschoolum. Um, so it's literally it's homeschool and then em at the end. So it's, she's really easy to find. But this will also be in the show notes. Yep, uh, it's just a place where I put put what we do as a as a homeschool, so we can go back and see it someday. I like to go back and look from years ago, and I'm like, oh. I, I forgot about that, you know. <laughs> now you place. can also go back in years and listen to the podcast and remember what you told that. <laughs> like, oh, I was doing things really great. <laughs> you you are, you really are. Well, Katie, thank you so much. I know this is super early in the morning for Katie. She had to get up and do this really early before her day started. So um, I really appreciate the time you've I taken. 
I I I I um I'm grateful to be here. It's it's been really fun to even think through this on my own and to see that there's a method to our madness. Well, um, thank you again. And uh, if any of you do try this out, please come along to our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology Community, and share what you're doing and take some pictures. Um, I don't have kids to do this with anymore, but I, I think I, I might be gifting a pen to my niece for Christmas because it sounds this sounds like so much fun, and uh, I, I need I need to see somebody trying. So um, you've convinced <laughs> me that this is something well worth trying. Uh, so yeah thank you and thank you all my listeners I will see you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with Meryl Vandermerva visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com homeschooling with technology is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network